Oren B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? Hang on, and hang your on. microphone's crept itself already. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was, do you know, stop, I did. Stop touching it. I did. I had not touched it. It's just, it's doing it with air pressure. Because um, I did two radio shows perfectly before this podcast started, and suddenly now it's deciding it's uh, had enough. Um, I was just saying to you, this microphone I use actually is uh, was purchased in 2011. Yeah, it's a while ago, eh? Yeah, but I mean, it's still a top-of-the-range mic, but I think the cable may be worth a change. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'd say that's all it is, probably just a loose loose wire or something, eh? It's been moved around a lot in the last uh, yep. 12 years. Anyway, yep. um, as you were asking, I'm good, mate. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, apart from a shitty microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yep. Good start to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, we were looking at recording on Saturday, but you went out for a ride. How was that? Oh, mate, that was just torture. Was it? <laughs> I didn't expect that. A whole bunch of us, yeah, shit. We did some miles. A whole bunch of us decided to go for a big ride up the knees. Well, there's eleven of us went. Wow. And uh, we did some K's, but it was just been pouring down up there the night before. So all the bogs were full. It was just a grovel. It was like we, we left at quarter past 10 in the morning we rode out and we rode back into the area where we left from at about quarter past three. So it was five hours on the bike. And we hardly stopped. Oh, we stopped to wait for guys a little bit during it, but it was just a grovel. We had to help each other through places. And I got home and I, my, I don't think my bike and my gear had ever been so dirty. Mm. And I hit the couch and I was I had a hot shower and I was just exhausted. I was just lying there going, oh, my God, I'm <laughs> – I had to go to bed, but I was in bed by like half past eight, nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, so what, any stories to tell in the way of anyone running out of fuel or anyone hitting trees or anything like Oh, there were some pretty funny crashes and some people getting stuck on it. My mates just went into this bog. I did the same. I ended up in a bog and I couldn't get out by myself. I had to get some guys to help me get out. Mm. One of my mates went into a bog and his bike was just about up to the seat. Luckily, it was like quite <laughs> thick and it didn't get into his earbox. Yeah. We managed to drag his bike out. Oh, yeah, I nearly ran out of gas. When I got back to the car park, I think there's probably only fumes left in my tank. (laughs) (laughs) I was starting to worry, actually, when we were getting back towards the end. I was like, I'm going to run out of gas in a minute. Because I had a a motocross bike, you see, that I've set up for Enduro, which has only got an eight and a half litre tank on it. And Mm. the other guys have got like 10 litre tanks on their bikes and their Enduro bikes, fuel injected ones and stuff. So they wouldn't run out of gas. But I'm sure between you, you could have siphoned a bit out of someone's (laughs) tank, surely, to get back. Yeah, we've we've had to do that in the past, so <laughs> yeah, it works. Oh, well, that's no, it was a good ride, fun. good day out with the boys. But yeah, I was I'm still recovering now, mate. I still feel tired tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you did talk about getting back into it properly. I mean, after you sort of broke your back doing it last year, I'm I'm sure you're pretty yeah. grateful to be able to go back out. Yeah, well, I've actually taken up running as well now again. Have so you? yeah, I got some new shoes today. Actually, some better ones because the other ones weren't very good for running, and so I got some new ones. Went for a run tonight. Mm. Did a few Ks, so Do you know, in all Just the years in all the years I've known you, I've never known you to be a runner. Oh, I used to when I was younger, eh? When I was racing the nationals and then doing the Enduros and stuff, I used to do a bit of running just to keep mm. keep in shape a bit more, but no, I just haven't done it for years. And I just decided I want to get back into that sort of thing. So yeah. just try and keep as fit as I can. Like oh. I've even I don't really even drink now, eh? I've sort of half given up drinking and just just trying to lose all the all the chub, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same, mate. Like I'll tell you, since I left the farm and moved out to um, working in the call centre, I've put on about nine kilos. Oh. That's just <laughs> that's just through inactivity. 
Yeah, it's you know, easy it's, to do though, eh? Like, you're just like me sitting in the car all day and the only walking I do is when I go into places and talk to people and maybe go and grab some lunch somewhere. But, you know, it's it's, it's easy to put weight on. It's hard to get it off. Oh, exactly. Because I, I said I'm, I when I was at the weight I was when I was working on the veggie farm, I said I, I'm, you know, I'm in a good place with my weight now. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna go any higher than this. You bullshit. And then, and then you get- <laughs> now I'm at this position. I'm like, you know what? I've got to go for a run on my days off. I've got to go do something. Um, and I don't. I'm just too tired. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't am, know how you feel, mate. I'm aging. Eh? I feel like I'm aging. Um, like my yeah. hair is really starting to fall out now, and I'm just tired Jesus, all the time. Mate. I know, I've got to figure... Not good, not good. I know. <laughs> Maybe it's the... I don't know, I'm not getting stressed at work or anything, but I've just noticed as of late, the old uh, the old age seems to be kicking in a bit. Mate, so how, what, what are you now? For, how I, old are you now? 41. I'm 41 at the moment, 42 in July. Yeah, I'll be 43 in July. So yeah. it does, though, I found it when you start getting into that early 40s, eh, I, I, I found, I, like, I look back to probably five years ago and I was way more energetic than I am now. But I've found that the way to get around it for me anyway is to just physically force myself if I'm even yeah. if I'm tired to just get out, go for a run or go, and go for a mountain bike or something, you know, and next thing you know you're invigorated again. Yeah. So, no excuses, eh? I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, there's always an excuse. Like the couch is always comfy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you just can't fall victim to those excuses. Like you say, you've just got to make yourself go out and do it. And for a little while, you know, I had I had a mojo and I had a gym membership. It's now lapsed, and I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to start doing some running too. So I bought some new running shoes as well, and um, I've just got to try and get some kind of routine going. So, what running shoes did you buy? I bought some Under Armour ones actually. I was actually looking at those today. Had a quick look, yeah. yeah. Under Armour, I thought I ended up getting some Asics. Oh yeah, they were quite good actually. They're quite comfy. Yeah, I had a nice pair of Mizuno's, which I still have, but uh, they've 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 they're they're proper trail running shoes because um, yeah. I, I quite enjoy trail running as opposed to running on the road. I just love trail running, and um, the uh, they were quite knobbly at the bottom, and yeah. they're a little bit worn down now, so they're probably not going to be good for trail running. They'll be more good for ice skating. <laughs> Uh, anyway, two, three, four, five, down the tools, up the mic. A tree guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails, and one nails hits. We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh- we're R&B and Andy G, and this is Tradio, Tradio. So what are we now, episode 43, is it? 43? I've lost track, mate. I'm getting old. I can't keep count anymore. Uh, it's almost at my age. Yeah. It is my age, almost. Past it. Episode 42. I, I've lost count. Care? It's the age, mate. If I'm, dementia's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, mate, I hope I never end up with that fucking disease, eh? Oh, mate. Some family on Erin's side, but further out. I don't really have a lot to do with them, but both of them have got it, the mother and the father at the moment, and they've had to put them into a home because mm. just both of them together were shocking. Mm. They'd go into town and they'd forget where they lived and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Uh, so, mate, yeah. on a brighter note, I, I eventually went out fishing last weekend. Uh, it's been I, a, saw, I saw some images. It's been a while. Jealous. 
Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, I'll show you another image which I didn't send to you. But uh, me and we went with uh, one of Dana's good friends and her husband and child. And we got a booker batch in a place called Anakewa, which is uh, not far away from Picton at the top of the South oh, yeah. Island. And we just had Easter weekend there. He's got a yep. boat. Um, wasn't a Haynes hunter. What was it? He's got a boat. And we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dementia kicking in again. Uh, but anyway, we went out and um, we went to a spot alongside where the ferries actually come into Picton. It was a bit further up, actually. And uh, he found a sp- uh, we found a spot there where the, the blue cod were on the bite. Yeah. But because blue cod, I think they've got to be 33 centimetres, you're only allowed a maximum of two each. Yeah. Um, which is understandable. I mean, blue cod for a while there were completely banned for a while. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but we kept catching and catching and catching and they were just too small. And then eventually yeah. we managed to get our four before it got really dark, um, our yeah. two each. And uh, yeah, we got really good sized blue cod. And you got some terakee too, didn't you? Yeah, we got, we got a terakee, yeah. Yeah. But look at this. Um, I'm going to recommend a beer batter, which I have never tried before, but I have to say is probably the best beer batter I've ever tried in my life. I don't know how well you can see that photo. Oh, yeah. But look, how that, look how that fish came out there. Just like yeah. what you get from the fish and chip shop. Just flour and beer and salt. Well, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it is a beer. It's called Fog Dog. Oh, yeah. Fog Dog oh, beer. Oh, I've batter. heard of it. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we put some uh, Monteith's Rattler into it. <laughs> and that's yeah. all we added. But a Monteith, I think it was like. F- uh, just short of a bottle of Monteith's Rattler into this uh, this beer batter mix, and it is just incredible how that fish came out. And blue cod to boot. I mean, blue cod is such a a delicacy, you know, and it's it's not yeah, something yeah. You, you often catch. Now you get the odd one up here, eh? If, if you're fishing off the east coast, you don't really get it in the Gulf, but you get it in the ocean, like out by the Orleman Islands, out past there. We've we've caught blue cod quite often. Mm. So there's a few there. Yeah, beautiful. Some good sized ones yeah. in the North Island too. You don't tend to get small ones up here. Mm-hmm. You tend to get you know really big ones. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was the highlight actually getting back out fishing again and just you know it was like the last time you and I went snapper fishing where they were just on. Yeah. You know, and you are just Probably raking them in, yeah. but we threw so many back because they were just undersized. But uh, yeah, just beautiful eating. But yeah, Fog yeah, Dog mate. Beer Better. If you ever want a beer better, give Fog Dog a go. I don't know if you can get it where you are or not, but give it a nudge. Yeah, mate. Shout out to Fog Dog. Yeah, man. Bloody hell. Actually, <laughs> I might send them a recording of that and they can uh, flick us through a few bags. <laughs> yeah, we might better give, do giveaways. giveaways. Yeah. That'd be the guy, yeah. wouldn't it? I've got a. You sh- um, coming up probably within the next month or so. I'll find out the dates exactly, but. The old man's going to take the boat from where it is in Tyra and we're going to take it around and put it up Coromandel. Oh, yeah. It's going to go on the mooring there for probably the next nearly, probably over a year, year and a half. Okay. Why is he moving it um, there? Well, because of the road. You can't get over the road and it's too far. It's like over two hours to get to Tyra. Yeah. So to use the boat, we want to put it up here. Mum reckons she'll go on it more and we'll probably get out on it a bit more. But um, we're going to do quite a, we'll do like a two or three day trip around. Mm. Um so I'll try and let you know when the dates are and we'll try and jimmy it in so it's on one of you in, in a bit of your time off or something you could almost use your points up and fly up more. Yeah, yeah, we'll see yeah, how I'm it works there. out. Absolutely, just give me the dates and I'll be able to check them because I know what my rosters are for the next couple of years so it's easy to sort of commit to things. Yeah, yeah. 
what I should do is off air later on, get you to give me some of the dates when you are off on, on weekends and the net probably over the next sort of six weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And we'll try and fit it in. And I'll talk to the old man and we'll try and squeeze it in. So Yeah, see how it works. <clears throat> Sounds like a plan, mate. I'd be pretty keen on that because, you know, we relocated that launch from Thames all the way around to Tidal a couple of years ago. That was a bloody good trip. That was. That was an awesome trip, that. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, rather <laughs> rather intoxicated a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. I remember the, yeah. the Colville Channel was pretty dicey, but that was, I mean, the launch was pretty sturdy. But I've got to say, yeah, I mean, yeah. even though the Colville Channel is uh, naturally quite a uh, a rocky part of water, a rocky bit of water, coming over from the Mercs on the way back to the peninsula was fucking terrible. And that was the day that you were hung over. Yeah, that's right. I was hung over <laughs> as and it was as rough as guts. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I was lucky though because I didn't quite drink as much rum as you did, and um, I was fine. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah I was no. just like, "Oh, Oren's gonna be seedy today." <laughs> yeah, I think my uh, days of drinking overproof rum are over. Yeah, didn't you guys find that in the boat that you, you didn't know it was there or something? Oh, there's, there's rum stashed all over the place in the old man's boat. There's like, <laughs> well, it's not as much as it used to be. There's only a couple of bottles and maybe a bottle of whiskey now, but. In the old days, every cabinet you opened and every drawer you opened had a bottle of rum or whiskey stashed away somewhere. <laughs> but just over the years of us all going out and going fishing and having a good time, we uh, we managed to chew through it. So, Like a proper old sea dog. Yeah, mate. We've had some awesome times on that boat, eh? Just usually the ones that aren't that planned, you know, we just go out and we actually ended up going out um, just for a day trip once and we ended up, the fishing was so good and it got late, we decided, oh, we'll just stay on the boat for the night. So mm. <laughs> ended up staying on the boat and we had enough stuff on there to, to get on the rum, so it was good. <laughs> Actually, sleeping on that boat's not uh, not too bad, eh? I find it pretty comfortable, to be honest. <clears throat> yeah, I do. I'm used to it now. Eh? I just get on there and <sighs> go to sleep. Yep, yep, gone up. <laughs> so coming back from our weekend away in Easter, we stopped in a place called Cheviot on the way back. And the kids were hungry, and we were too. We thought, bugger it, we'll just go to the Foursquare. And we spent like $63 on food. But, um, you know, it was like sandwiches and pies and drinks and chips and stuff like that. Just sort of, you know, nice, easy travel food. $63 we spent on all that stuff. And, you know, to be fair, it was nice. But as soon as we got outside Cheviot, just south of Cheviot, there was an official um, Huronui Council Police Ambulance uh, Driver Reviver stop. And so oh, yeah. we pulled in, and they were only fucking giving away bacon sandwiches and sausage sandwiches and free coffee and all this uh, snacks like muesli bars and shit that we could have yeah. just got for free, but we just spent 63 bucks fucking buying. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <Okay. laughs> you know, we'd eaten it too by the time we got to this driver reviver. Of course, we yeah. had to indulge in a free coffee, and uh, my oldest daughter, yeah. Ashlyn, had to get a bacon sandwich, but I was gutted because I love a good bacon sandwich, but I was so chocking, man. I was just like, no. Nah, <laughs> Go fit it in. I've never said no to a bacon sandwich in my life. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that is Murphy's Law, yep. spending all Murphy's that money on food only to find some free stuff down the road. How long does it take to drive from Christchurch out to, to Picton? Uh, well, the place that we stayed at, it took us around five and a bit hours. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but we we sort of made it. We went out for a bit of a road trip today around the um, around the peninsula, which is near Christchurch where we are. Yeah. Uh, the Banks Peninsula. And we went to a little place called Akaroa. 
And we oh, found yeah. a nice wee camping spot nearby, and we thought, well, actually, what is wrong with going there? Because it only takes just over an hour to get there. So we thought next yeah. year when we catch up with uh, with my wife's best friend and her husband, maybe we'll talk them into spending a long weekend there next time. Yeah. Um, because wasn't the, last the, Easter, wasn't it last Easter you went down to Picton or you went there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. Well. Yeah, it was last Easter. It was exactly a year yeah. ago. And it just so happened that my shifts fell exactly around Easter this year, so it was easy to go. <coughs> yeah. um, but anyway, the point is, is that we thought, well, actually, that's a long way to drive, especially with three kids who start pissing each other off after twenty minutes in the car, um, <laughs> and and then the toddler who screeches at the top of her lungs if she's annoyed in the slightest. So that's fun, as you can imagine, with all the windows done up. Um, but we thought if we're going to travel that far with these kids in the back seat, we're going to have to stay there longer. We're going to so, have to sedate them. Or sedate them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another option, or put them in the boot or something. Uh, we're thinking about buying a roof box for the car. We just bought a roof rack, so we can stick them in the roof box. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah, we just thought if we're going to travel that far, or that, that long, we want to spend yeah. longer at the destination because it felt like we spent a day travelling out of the four days we were meant to be staying there. Yeah. So we thought, yeah, well, we did a bit of a recce around the Banks Peninsula today and found a couple of spots that would be quite nice to go to, and especially if you guys come down as well because uh, we've got friends who could probably, you know, lend, uh, lend a tent. Yeah, mate, be keen on that. Be good fun. Yeah. So anyway, my point is we'll probably travel a bit closer to home next time. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you can enjoy getting, enjoy more of the time away. It's getting almost as bad for us, mate. We went to Cooks Beach at Easter. We drove the north way up around through Coromandel and over that way on the way there. Took us about two and a half hours with the holdups and the traffic and um, a few one lane bits in the road from all the washouts and slumped bits of road. And God, the road's in a hell of a state, mate. Yeah, I can imagine. I found this thing, it's quite funny, it's called Words of Wisdom from Children. And uh, I'm just going to share these with you, they're quite funny. Uh, there's 19 of them, so get ready, I like some of these. Yeah, you, you can relate to a lot I'm of se- these. I'm settling in, I'm settling in. Yeah, we, we can relate, <laughs> definitely relate to a lot of these. Number one, never trust a dog to watch your food. Especially <laughs> <Pretty laughs> uh, a Labrador. Yeah. When your dad is mad and asks you, do I look stupid? Don't answer him. <laughs> <laughs> Never tell your mum her diet's not working. <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah, away. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Stay away from prunes. <laughs> Stay away from prunes. <laughs> Never pee on an electric fence. No. No, I haven't been unfortunate enough to learn that lesson, but I know of people who have. Okay. Never experienced it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Well, this one you, you would understand, but don't squat with your spurs on. <laughs> with your spurs on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't pull Dad's finger when he tells you to. <laughs> when your mum is mad at your dad, don't let her brush your hair. No, no. <laughs> uh, never allow your three-year-old brother in the same room as your school assignment. <laughs> don't sneeze in front of mum when you're eating crackers. <laughs> Puppies still have bad breath even after eating a Tic Tac. <laughs> Never hold a dustbuster and a cat at the same time. <laughs> what is that one? Uh, you can't hide a piece of broccoli in a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, don't wear polka dot underwear under white shorts. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want a kitten, start out by asking for a horse. True, yeah, you can always go big, eh? <laughs> yeah, can always negotiate down. Yeah, you can negotiate down. Uh, felt markers are not good to use as lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick on your sister when she's holding a baseball bat. No, no, not a good idea. Uh, when you get a bad grade in school, show it to your mum when she's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and this last one, never try to baptise a cat. <laughs> try to baptise a cat. <laughs> so there you go, words no. of wisdom from children. <laughs> no, they don't like water. No. How's your cat going anyway? It's still... Yeah, it's still a psychopath. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's one of those, it's, I think it's bipolar. <laughs> well, it loves you. It loves you. It comes Bipolar up, gives you a cuddle, lies on you, gives you, snuggles in, and then you go to pat it, and it like latches onto your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's such Freaking a thing. weird thing, eh? Things is playtime, and decides it, it latched onto Chloe's hand the other night, and actually drew blood. You know, actually big some big scratches in her hand. Oh, really? So. Yeah, cat scratches are non-forgiving, eh? Oh, they're so sharp, non-forgiving razor blades. <laughs> they are funny things, though, eh? Like they want all your love and affection. And then they get bored of it, yeah. and that's when the claws come out. I think I think she's actually Ash reincarnated, my old dog. <laughs> she does the same things that Ash did. In the morning, she'll run down the hallway, and Ash used to do that when, and come down and see us in the bedroom. Yeah. And uh, she'd get up in the morning and run down, and, and the cat does it. She, you hear her coming down the hallway, <laughs> down the hallway, and then she jumps up onto the bed. <laughs> Feed me now! Yeah, just little things like that. That's quite funny. <laughs> uh, He's a bloody rascal, though. One thing that we came home the other night, and uh, just as we opened the door, the neighbour's cat was inside with her boyfriend. So, <laughs> yeah, Freaking things. Roller, that's been romping on the floor or something. Have you got a Have you got a cat <laughs> flap in for the cat? No, nah, I just got the window open, like the side window. It's oh. just open a jar, just enough for the cat to get in and out. Yeah, she I was going to say she cat. She just sort of climbs up in and in and out. So. Yeah, I was going to say cat flaps are bad news, eh? Yeah. Bugger that. Yeah, just an invite for all the neighbours' cats. <laughs> Almost got run over riding my bike last week because <laughs> I ride my bike to and from work every day. And because yeah. I park up, I've, I've found lots of free parking around the city. And yeah. so I just park my car at the free parking, which is, you know, quite a distance away from the office. Yeah. And I, my bike fits nicely in the back of my car, so I just go park up and then ride my bike from the car to work, and I do that every day. Anyways, uh, and, and because of this, and I'm riding on the road in the city, I've got a high-vis jacket, I've got all the lights and sh- and you know and, and everything, yeah. really, so no one can miss me, even in the dark. Anyway, so I'm riding along, and there's like a hotel on um, Montreal Street, and the hotel is literally it's straight it's straight on the pathway. the The front of the building is right on the on the pathway, and yeah. between there is like a tunnel where the cars or oh, knock the mic, where the cars come in and out of. Oh, I've got to stop yeah. touching this mic. So the cars come in and out of this tunnel. Not touching it. Yeah. So they've got to come across the pathway and straight into the road, and off they go. It's a one way system. So I'm riding my bike anyway, and this car comes shooting out of this tunnel between the uh, from the hotel. And the driver is just too busy. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're not looking at me. <laughs> and I just, I'm so hard to miss. And anyway, 
I had slam on my brakes, and, and this is an expensive, it was like an Audi A8, I think it was, like a really expensive Audi, and I was about to slam this thing. Your third-party insurance on your push bike? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't even pay road user charges. Um, <laughs> but anyway, slam on the brakes, and it was lucky because I just had my bike serviced as well, so the brakes did their job, and I stopped inches away from this car. And honestly, if I hadn't stopped, I would have gone over the bonnet. It was that close. And the driver just kind of looks at me, and they're very sorry. They put their hand up and say sorry, and I'm just like, you know what? I could accept your apology, or I could just give you the evilest stare and just make you feel really shit about what you just did. (laughs) So I chose that one and just gave them this horrible stare. Anyway, they pulled out and continued on their way, and I managed to overtake them when I was riding as I continued riding. So I gave them another fucking evil look as I went past, and they turned <laughs> off, and that was the end of it. But You know what they say about Audi drivers, eh? Go. It's a, it's a four-ring circus, so there's always a clown behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like I've, I've ridden my bike for years and years and years, and I've never had an issue. And that one time, you know, it's enough to give you a fright, you know, and just how easy it can happen. Oh, yeah. Because, you might have been ringing 111 for, your, for yourself. Yeah, well, the amount of calls I take at work from people who have had accidents on their bikes, and I'm like, yeah, you poor bastard, you know. Eh? We're getting some help for you, little, you know, and you just don't think it's going to happen to you, eh? Yeah. And yeah, I know... It hurts. I've come off push bikes plenty of times, mate. Yeah, well, I know you have. <laughs> I've had some good ones. You've absolutely had bad luck with two-wheeler bikes. Um, but, yeah, I just thought, yeah, I'm going to give this person an evil fucking stare and make them feel really bad about what they did. And I know a lot of drivers don't like cyclists, but you know what? If you're not looking out for them, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> fuck you. Because I'm, a, I'm a driver as well. I mean, don't forget that, but I'm riding my bike for a bit of exercise and convenience. Yeah. So how far is it? How far do you have to cycle? Uh, probably 10 to 15 minutes, depending where I find a park. So there's quite a few Ks away, is it? Yeah, it's a couple of few Ks, yeah. yeah. You should be good. That's your exercise, mate. Well, that is my exercise because sometimes I'll ride around Hagley Park a few times after work if I just want a bit more of a workout. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not quite enough because uh, <laughs> obviously my weight is going up and it's not going down. But that's also Might have something to do with the beer, mate. Yeah, likely. <laughs> just got to stop sitting down and drinking it. And I reckon as you get, as soon as you hit 40, though, the old over the hill, you get start going downhill, I reckon, after 40. And well, I reckon it's not it's nothing to do with you or anything like that. It's just your metabolism. Your metabolism well, just stops working. It'd be nice <laughs> if the weight went over the hill and down the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you fancy a dad joke off, mate? Yeah, why not? Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. <laughs> All right, you or me first. Off you go. All right, what do electricians hire for their bachelor parties? <laughs> Wire strippers. <laughs> uh, I told my girlfriend she drew her eyebrows on too high. She seemed surprised. <laughs> <laughs> what do Ice Cube's children call him? <laughs> Popsicle. <laughs> uh, See, he, was down your, he was down your way recently, wasn't he? Ice Cube? Yeah. Was he? Was it Ice Cube and Cypress Hill and someone else? Oh, okay. Fuck, I don't know. They played in the park the other week. Did they? A couple of weeks ago. I'm out of the loop, mate. It's it's outside of my age range. (laughs) 
what's the set? You know, since I've not been working in radio, full time commercial radio, I'm uh, a little bit fucking behind the eight ball with all that stuff. Yeah, mm, I'm the same. I'm just head down, ass up. Right, who's my joke? My joke. I like telling dad jokes. Sometimes he laughs. <laughs> How do you turn a steak knife into a butter knife? <laughs> you put butter on it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I like steak knife jokes, but you know, butter knife jokes, they're margarinely better. Uh. <laughs> Why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? Don't know. Because it's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get my wife's attention for days now, so I finally sat down and got comfortable. That did the trick. <laughs> Oh, that is so true. I love that. <laughs> that's more truth uh, than a joke, good. really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's just truth. <laughs> What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to brag, but I finished a puzzle in a week. It said two to yep. four years on the box. but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I didn't get a haircut last week. I got them all cut. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> all right. Yay. Hang on. Yay. <laughs> dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. You remember, the other, remember last week or the other week you said uh, you were going to do a thing about things you couldn't get your head around as a kid? Yes. You remember that? I do remember that. I didn't really have a lot of time to look at it, but I did think of a couple of ones that were quite interesting. My thoughts were is that canned laughter, when you would hear it on the TV, was actually That's the right. live recordings of everybody at home laughing at that very moment. <laughs> so I remember going up to the TV and shouting into it as loud as I could to my cousin, who I thought was watching the show as well. Hey, come over for a sleepover tonight. And I thought, <laughs> I thought she would have heard that. Because I thought canned laughter was people at home at that moment laughing at that show. Uh, well, I reckon when I was a kid, one thing I couldn't get my head around was uh, was it like old people. You know, when you're little, you look at someone who's like in their thirties, and you and I used to think, shit, that person's old. You know, like how how do they live that long? You know, <laughs> yeah. And then and then next thing you know, you're there, and you think, that's no, not not actually that old. I don't feel that old, but. Yeah, that's but right. Young people, you look like a, a granddad or something, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember um, one of my neighbours, James. He was just a little bit older than me, but we always played in the street. Like a big group of us would always play in the street. But he had an older brother that was eighteen, and his older brother was like insanely good on the skateboard, and he worked at the local ice skating rink as well as one of the, um, you know, one of the security guys on the on the ice. And he was eighteen at the time, and I was maybe eight or nine, and I remember thinking, fuck, he's old. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just distinctly remember him being an adult. Yeah. Whereas at 18, you're fucking nowhere near that. No, you're just a kid still, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do recall as well is that I, I thought that, you know, we take for granted what we see around us in colour, and I thought colour only came in in, like, the 1970s or something, you know? <laughs> uh, I used to think everybody lived in black and white. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 
you know, because my experience of old photos and video footage is black and white, and I thought, fuck, that was a boring existence back then. We're so yeah. lucky that we've grown up and got colour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like I suppose a lot of kids still suffer with this one too. Is like when I was a kid, I used to always think about you know where where food came from. Like you know, mum used to go to the grocery shop and get food, and and it was like it was always food. Then you sort of never really took it into account where it came from or anything. Hey, eh, when you're a kid, and you yeah. never really thought about it. It was just no. kind of weird. You'd, yeah, I don't know. You go to the supermarket with your mother, and it's just weird. Yeah, and you used to think that you could just go in there and they could just buy absolutely anything. You had no idea there was a budget. Yeah, yeah, no idea about money. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like, can I have this? Can I have this? And now I get how fucking annoying that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have this chocolate bar? Well, no. I like that to my wife. My wife I go shopping with my wife. Babe, can we have this? No, it's not in the budget. Fuck, <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I've got a couple of other suggestions here that I found on a social media post, actually. Um, this one here from Becky says, I used to think when we eat... We fill our bodies up with food, and when the food gets to the top of our head, that's when we die. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one here says, I could never get my head around how my dad always used to steal my nose off my face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, Sophie says, I never quite got my head around how girls weren't born with ponytails. I thought that's how they knew if it was a boy or a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Actually, this one here, I've, I've heard a lot, actually, is uh, people being told that when the ice cream man is playing music, he hasn't got any ice cream. Yeah, that's what we tell our kids. Yeah, that was always <laughs> They don't big... believe us anymore. <laughs> oh, this one here from Danielle says, I never got my head around how carrots made you see in the dark, uh, why putting the light on inside the car was illegal when you were driving, and how Santa got around in one night. <laughs> Sheila says, I can never get my head around why my mum would always say to make sure that you've got clean underwear on in case you have an accident. She says, well, if I'm in an accident, the last thing I'll be thinking about is changing my knickers. (laughs) (laughs) Joe says, I could never get my head around how the characters on TV didn't come out of the side of my TV when they walked out of shot. (laughs) (laughs) Here's one from Hannah that says, as a kid, I could never get my head around the word no. And actually, one just um, came to mind. Another thing that I always believed is that when a woman wanted to get pregnant, I always thought, this is me personally, I always thought that all she had to do was think, I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby. And she would just get pregnant like that. Because <laughs> it was. Yeah, because it always. And I still remember it clearly. I always thought, well, if they accidentally said it, will they accidentally get pregnant? <laughs> so I lived a lot of my childhood thinking that if women accidentally said I want to have a baby that they would just keep getting pregnant every time they said it so they had to live their life on the edge and make sure they didn't say that phrase <laughs> it's just oh my like coldest little mind oh mate yeah. when you think about it eh? yep <laughs> I yes. haven't had a lot of free time this week so I haven't had a chance to think about it <laughs> no that's alright Probably wrap it anyway, because the, the toddler had a sleep earlier today, and uh, she's still not in bed yet, and I kind of have to free, oh, free up God. the room so she can be put down to sleep, because, yeah. you know, for those that don't know, I use my walk-in wardrobe to record this podcast, and if she can hear me in here talking, she's not going to go to sleep. No. What are you doing, Dad? <laughs> yeah. And here's a fun fact for you, is that every episode of Tradio that we've ever recorded, I've been doing in the hope that my toddler won't wake up and hear me talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, as they get older, they sleep less, and so. Oh yeah. Well, hopefully she'll move back into her own room eventually, and then I. She's uh, in your guys' bed, or is she yeah, in a bed? She's bed? still in our bed, but her cot's next to our bed. Um, but now I think she's getting to the point of actually not wanting a cot. She's going to be getting yeah. old enough not to worry about that, uh, or not to want that. Because I mean, for fuck's sake, she's almost three, and she has got a very, very strong opinion on everything. So as you can imagine, it makes life very fucking difficult. She yeah. knows what she doesn't want. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, no, she's been sleeping in our bed now for a month, uh, for a year this May. Jeez. Um, you know, our kids never slept in our bed, eh? We just, nope, forced them out. Yeah. That's our spot, man. Well, this is it. Last May, we all got COVID. Yeah. And, you know, toddler and all. And... She was quite a, a very light sleeper anyway because she was sleeping in her own bed in her room, but she was always a very light sleeper and quite a few times through the night we'd still be getting up to her. Um, and then it just got to the point where we're like, you know, fuck it, she's not very well, let's just put her in our bed. And it ended up just staying that way and it has for almost a year because we actually really value our sleep. So. Yeah, yeah. And she's a great sleeper, you know, I can't fault her. So having her in our bed is actually a lot better than having her in her own room at the moment. But uh, now we've got to this point where, like, right, how hard is it going to be to wean her out, out of this bed and into her own bed? Yeah. So we're going to have to progressively do it, like get her back into her own bed in our room and then eventually get her into her own room. We'll wrap it up, mate, so I can get this toddler to bed. Um, yeah, mate. Well, actually, my wife, because my toddler detests me doing it for some reason. Uh, so it's always up to my wife, which I, I do feel bad about, but it's the toddler's no, choice. She's got no, an opinion. No, you don't. No, I don't. She's <laughs> the toddler. My kids are like that, eh? My wife always goes, why do they never want dad? It's always, <laughs> yeah, That's right. Never dad. Yeah. Well, it's nice, because when we were out today, uh, we had a quick walk on the beach, and she you know, ran up to me and wanted to hold my hand, and that's, that was nice. That was nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, mate. Well, good to catch up again. These always yep. roll around really quickly, and here's another Ooh. podcast that we wing. Yep. We'll catch up again Go soon on. anyway, and uh, we'll, we'll try and line up some dates for when you're going to move your dad's launch, and we'll figure that one out. Yeah, mate. And we'll try and get another guest on soon, I think. I, um, <laughs> I keep meandering, Joe. I've just been freaking so busy and slack. Mate, so we... We'll do something. We'll we, do something. We, we got off to a fucking flying start, didn't we, with this podcast, and <clears throat> suddenly did. it's just like, oh, yeah, podcast tonight, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We're both... I think we've both gone through job changes and kids growing up and all kinds of shit going on, and you just get so busy, eh? Oh, well, that's it. A lot has changed in the two years we've been doing this podcast, but, uh, you know, I think eventually we'll start to find our centre balance point again and things will start to pick up. Yeah. You know, I can't believe we've been doing it for that long already. I know. It's incredible. Yeah, we appreciate those that listen to it. And, yeah. you know, we also acknowledge that sometimes it's obvious that we actually are just recording a podcast without giving a shit, and other times where we, <laughs> we actually do give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I think cons- consistency is key, and I still enjoy doing it. Yeah, it's good for a catch-up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that was the whole point. <laughs> yep. All right, mate. Yeah, mate. Good. I'll let you go. All right. Love you and leave you. All right, mate. See ya. Bye. See ya. Trading.